When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Football. And welcome into Purple Daily's comments from YouTube. It's Judd, it's Declan, back from vacation. And most importantly, it's your comments about all things Vikings as we um, give it a whirl and find out what you think about Probably recent episodes of Purple Daily, perhaps our lists as well, and much, much more. Declan, the floor is yours. Welcome back, and you, oh, thank are you. once again in control. Thank you, thank we, you. We even waited a day. We waited a day. We were, were, you know, should AJ do it? AJ did a great job, but we said we got to wait for Declan for comments from YouTube. Actually, let, let's start right there then quickly, because uh, Maddie says AJ did a great job filling in for Declan, uh, gave some quality input, seemed like a great guy. However, I'm so excited for Declan's return. I need to see that beautiful hair soon. I told you on Twitter. Oh yeah. I yeah. told you on Twitter. Because I'm I'm and, and Maddie's right and Judd was right to ask the question, who has the better hair, Declan or AJ? And I'm very particular and I'm very defensive. And I have I have hot hair wow. takes. I might have the hottest takes of all topics sports related. It might be hair. It might be hair, right? I, I don't hold a candle to AJ. AJ's been wow. growing out his hair for like two I asked him when I when he was watching me last week i said how long you've been growing it out i don't think he's cut it in the pandemic i think he said he cut it either right before or it's been a year and a half two years he, he's been growing it out that damn long so i, I can how see can you do that i can see the AJ that um i went i went a year exactly in 2015 into 16 and it was hell it and, and that haircut by the way took almost 90 minutes because i had so much hair so no, no no need for that no need for that what's the upkeep at that point yeah, there, I mean, a lot more washing. What? There's a lot more shampooing involved, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's uh, that seems like a real pain in the ass. It is. It is. It is a pain. All right, let's get some Vikings comments here. Um, let's go with T Cuber, I believe it is on uh, on our YouTube channel. He says, "I think you guys were ranking wide receivers in the NFC North when I was gone. If if this might ring a bell to you, Judd, and and if it doesn't, regardless, it's a, it's a good comment here." He says, "A better way to rank KJ Osborne is in the NFC North." where he is either the fifth or sixth best receiver in the division. Pretty great for a wide receiver three on the Vikings depth chart. Here's his list, Judd, of uh, the top six receivers in the NFC North. Number one, Justin Jefferson. Number two, Adam Thielen. Number three, Darnell Mooney of the Bears. Number four, Armand St. Brown of of the Packers. Five, K.J. Osborne. Six, Alan Lazard. You know, Darnell Mooney had a sneaky good season for a for a pretty bad Bears team last year. Um, 
but I could probably make the case he's more talented than Amon St. Brown. He's definitely better than Alan Lazard. I think just by default, I can't put him ahead of Mooney just because considering the season Mooney had was better than KJ. But, right. but, but could you make a case that the Vikings, maybe by the end of the season, might have, might, by the way, keyword on might, had the three sure. best receivers in the division? No, I don't think so because of this. Um, Rodgers is going to make somebody a lot of, of money. Uh, when you have a quarterback that good, they always find ways. And Favre did the same exact thing with a guy like Javon Walker in Green Bay in 03 or Sidney Racer in 2009. Sure. They always they always find a guy and make that guy damn near a star, if not a star. But that being said, I agree. I think K.J. Osborne in his current role is really good. Mm-hmm. Like the Vikings, I don't know if they didn't think that, that he would be a good receiver when they drafted him a couple years back because he started off as a bad return guy but there's no question he's good and I think in that role he was fantastic so yeah I am in no way looking to denigrate what KJ Osborne brings but I mean there's also the question of this so like like let's say Thielen gets hurt again and KJ has to bump up or god forbid Jefferson gets hurt um would KJ maximize that then we don't know we simply don't know he fits in, he appears to fit in perfectly in the opportunity he's been given. That doesn't mean he can't handle more, but I think the assumption that, that he can is exactly that. It's an assumption until we see it. But yeah, I have I have no argument that the Vikings have three guys who are very good in their current roles. And I think the wild cards, too, in this division, obviously, are the, are the rookies, right? Jameson Williams of the Lions, yes. um, who obviously the Vikings traded with, and then also Christian Watson, who, ironically, the Vikings also traded with. Um, those yep. are two rookie wide receivers. Now, I like probably Watson's chances of popping more with Aaron Rodgers than I do with Williams' chances of popping with Jared Goff. Um, exactly, that's but, my problem. But I would say probably there's a good chance that I, I can't bank that both of them would enter the top five conversation, but one of them could... Could what between Watson and Williams will one of them be in the top five conversation of best receivers in the division? Probably, probably. Right, I well, think so. Well, and the one thing that we I think when it comes to the Vikings' offensive system, have to be careful about Dex is this one. O'Connell, because of the personnel that he has, I think is not going to do things exactly like the Rams did consistently. And so, like, there's going to be different guys in this offense who O'Connell likes who probably will play roles where the Rams didn't have the same type of players at those positions. The other part is this. Justin Jefferson's going to be such a huge part of the scheme and what they do. I guess my question is, is K.J. Osborne, like, going to exceed his stats from last year? It doesn't mean he can't make some big plays, but I think that we just expect this to be this high-flying three-receiver sets where they all get the ball. And I don't know exactly until we start to see it how it's going to unfold. So, like, there's just a lot of in the division, and especially I think with this team, there's a lot of just flat out unknowns about how it's going to operate. That doesn't mean it's not going to be successful, but it does mean it might not be exactly what we're expecting as we sit here in June of 2022. Sure. Uh, and, and Forrest here on our YouTube channel brings up a good point here to your original point of the Packers making wide receivers. He says, Devontae Adams was so deadly on third downs and in the red zone, I think you might be underestimating his effect, though, on the Packers' situational gameplay. One less first down conversion missed and one less touchdown, that becomes a field goal. That would have a huge effect on the game. And, and look, Devontae is a damn good wide receiver. You can make a case he actually is the best receiver in the NFL. You can at least make the argument that he might be. Um, yep. 
And I, I don't really buy it. The Packers have a great receiving core, but hell, they have one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So I'm not saying it's irrelevant, but it also, at the end of the day, might not matter as much as we kind of think it does. If Rodgers can develop the chemistry, and this doesn't mean that the guy has to be a Hall of Fame caliber player, but if he can find a guy that he trusts and that guy can make the catches, that's a problem right there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like that's that's where the quarterback, and we're not used to, to that here necessarily. That's where the quarterback makes the difference, and there's not a ton of QBs that can do this, but guys like Rodgers identify a guy, and they make that guy, and it might be for a year, it might be for two, it might be for five, but that's the difference uh, between what we're used to ordinarily seeing here because, I mean, J.J. is flat-out just great. Jefferson's flat-out great, right? Rodgers has the ability to develop guys. Devontae turned out to be great, but, I mean, go back, right, Dex? Greg Jennings. Mm -hmm. Greg Jennings in Green Bay became phenomenal. Now, was he really? Eh, Perhaps, but perhaps not. But Brett made him. So that's the difference between what transpires with, like, an upper echelon top three to five QB and just a QB who probably falls at, let's say, number 12 on the list. I mean, I I think to the last point on this, James Jones of the Packers, right? I mean, that dude led the league in NFL receiving touchdowns one year and then went to Oakland and was just was out of the league early in his career. I mean, he made he made James Jones's career, basically. So that's Rogers, baby. That's what he does. Uh, loyal listener Chase chimes in uh, with the DM. He says, hey, guys, I recently watched an interview between Joe Burrow and Chris Sims. Chris asked an interesting question. Specifically, he asked what goes into Joe's quote unquote cool demeanor. Joe noted three things. One, the focus on the issue or the problem at hand. Two, being prepared. And three, making the change. This speaks wonders for how this can be used for Kirk Cousins. Indeed, I feel Kirk is very prepared but he overthinks situations and he doesn't make the change. Assuming that O'Connell gives Kirk the opportunity to change the play, can Kirk focus on the issue issue at task rather than overthinking it? Best Chase. Great observation here from Chase. Chase, that's awesome, and you're exactly right, and that's what we don't know. Like this, what makes 2022 so intriguing to me, Declan, is not the fact that I think the Vikings are going to the Super Bowl. It's what does this look like? And Kirk Cousins is now going to be given every opportunity to be empowered like he never has been probably before. And we've always thought, well, can he do it for the first time? We're about to find out. So, yeah, Chase's observation is awesome. It's exactly right. Joe Burrow is among a group of athletes who clearly take a situation, grab it by the throat, and strangle it because that's what they're going to do, right? Is Kirk? I've never seen that before. But there is, yeah, Chase is right. Now he's going to get that chance. But the key is you got to pull the trigger. You got to stop thinking at some point and say, this is the decision. This is what we're doing. Can Kirk do that? Because he is a perfectionist to a fault. Burrow is a guy who will turn it loose. Now you take some chances there, but you also, that can be good and bad. I love the you know that viral clip that went around on the Super Bowl of Joe Burrow between plays. Just look, hey, I'm Joe. He was just going up to introducing himself, you know, to Aaron Donald and these Rams defensive players. And you know, somebody might say, yeah. oh, he's not being focused. Like, no, he like that. That's just who Joe Burrow is. He's a cool. Con- Can you imagine Kirk going up to you know some guy on the Chiefs defensive line during the Super Bowl and saying, hey, I'm Kirk Cousins? No, not at all. And and no. and and 
and that's not a knock necessarily on Kirk. It's just Burrow is a unique cat, dude. Like, he is just such a unique animal that he's not just a great and cerebral quarterback. He has that cool demeanor that it's, an, it's unquantifiable. You can't classify that in, in a box score. Joe Montana had yeah. the same exact thing. Exactly. When things were going their worst, he was his calmest. Yeah. And look, Bra- you know, Brady's going to be always dialed in. Brady's not going to be introducing himself to, to, you know, to defensive players during a Super Bowl. But yeah, it, Bur- Burrow is a, 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 a collected cat. Uh, Sam says, perfect example of the KLC philosophy from his perspective. He says, I run a business with a very hands-off, happy-go-lucky, friendly approach. I give my employees the freedom to make themselves successful or to sink. I rely on my experienced employees to show the ropes and help push the expectations to create a culture of success from inspired desire, not force or fear. And I see KOC implementing the same concept. Do you think uh, Sam's assessment of the KOC philosophy so far in his first few months of the job is accurate? I think he just hit the nail on the head. Yes, I think that's exactly what O'Connell is doing. Now, the question becomes, though, and I'm sure that this applies to the business that we're talking about as well, if you don't have enough employees who empower themselves, you got problems because you can't have the entire team with like a bunch of guys who are like, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm going home right now. Right? right. So like, like there's a danger to this, but I think in, in the era that we're in now, it's a chance that at times you have to take because the Zimmer in your face, old man, you know, screaming or, or uh, being, negative i don't think that that works so i think what o'connell is doing is smart but what you but what you have to do then is find out who can handle it and who can't and those who can't probably don't fit especially if there's a bunch especially if they're good so like that's the thing is this is all to me a learning process like we're going to find out that's why the thing with kirk to me is yeah that's awesome let's see because if he can't do it you got major problems now if he thrives that's great but this is where O'Connell is going to have to learn. And that's why I, I asked him at his last uh, press availability before the, um, before the last camp came to an end, I said, what happens when you get that call? Because eventually at 3 a.m. your phone is going to ring and someone's going to be in trouble. And now it's your problem. You know, when, when you're the OC to McVay, guess what? You're it's like, bad. well, that's a shame, Sean. Yeah. I'm going back to bed. Um, as the coach, it's your problem. And so, like, there are a ton of things that we are going to learn now, and it's probably going to change O'Connell a bit. But fundamentally, I like where he's starting because, as we always see in this sport, you usually start with the polar opposite of the guy that you replaced, and O'Connell and Zim could not be more different. A few more comments here, but transitioning to a new topic. But uh, before I do that, if you own a lake home, or if you have a pond in your property and you're getting ready for the 4th of July to have some people up there, go check out that lake shore. Make sure it's free of weeds and algae. And our friends at Aquaside can help you take care of that. They have Aquaside pellets. It's a top seller of, of, of their line, and it's easy to use. It's a do-it-yourself product. They walk you through how to use it. Shipping is free, too. It's a safe product. It's registered with the EPA and the DNR. You can visit them in White Bear Lake if you're here in the Twin Cities. Or go to Aquaside.com to learn more. Aquaside.com to remove that lake weeds and algae. Judd, what were you uh, sipping on this weekend? Did you did you just say lake and cabin? Did, did you just say lake and cabin? Because we know a lot of people in, in this state, I'm not one, but that's fine, who love to go up north or south at times and enjoy the lake. They enjoy the cabin. But now they got a problem, right? Because they're thirsty. <laughs> 
They're thirsty and they're thinking, what could I be drinking? Sipping on right now in my lawn chair. And you know, Sports Dad is here to provide the answer. Any one of the great products, especially the summer beers from our friends at Surly Brewing. Um, We've got the Supremes, which are fantastic. The Logic Bomb, which personally I love. Now, I am, as everybody knows, a Surly Furious guy. But that doesn't mean that there aren't other beers that will quench your thirst. Of course, drink responsibly. But as you are, you know, enjoy the sound of the lake, the rippling, right? That rippling sound, your feet in the sand, and a surly in your hand. It's the summer of surly. Take advantage while you can. Love it. Uh, Brett says, unpopular opinion, uh, unpopular prediction, I should say. I think Brad Beer will play acceptable. This season, he has more strength, a few more pounds, and add in more experience. He thinks uh, Bradbury will be acceptable. I think that's all we're asking here at Bradbury to too, by the way. I hope they're right. Yeah, that's not unpopular at all. That's that's the ideal. That's the ideal. Yes, absolutely. That's what they think. Mm-hmm. I have my doubts there. Um, But you know what? No, that is not. In fact, that is a that to me is a very positive and if realistic prediction changes my outlook of the line because I think the tackles are good, potentially damn good, right? I think the guards are probably improved, I hope. Uh, And so Garrett Bradbury becomes, in the middle of that offensive line, the absolute key piece. So, no, if they get that, they're going to have what I would consider probably a pretty solid line. My question is, can adding weight change things that much like he's put on 10 pounds so he's going to be tougher to move but is he going to be impossible so we shall see uh leroy says brian Erlacher was on the pat mcafee show a couple days ago and said jim klein saucer was a beast and he hopes he makes your top 25 list i'm guessing with judd now unveiling uh up to 16 of his top 25 vikings players jimmy klein saucer won't be touching it but man jimmy klein saucer honorable mention all time just lovingly great viking great viking Second round pick in 99, tight end, mm-hmm. H-back, um, mm-hmm. pros pro, just a hard nose, no nonsense, no time for BS player, yes. just a grinder. Yes. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, my list was difficult. Like, there are a lot of guys like that who really gave a lot and were good who don't make this list. So so not making this list is not like a clear slight. Klein Saucer. I covered him for a while, respected him, and that guy was tough. I mean, he played in some pain and played pretty damn well. So he played a role that was uh, probably not desirable for most, but was damn important for this team. Uh, Sean says his top five current Vikings players are number one, Justin Jefferson, number two, Daniil Hunter, number three, Harrison Smith, number four, Dalvin Cook, number five, Brian O'Neill, Kirk. Outside of Sean's top five. And Mackie had him fourth, I believe. Yeah, fourth on his list. Yeah, I, think I was gone for that. Uh, I don't know if I agree with your, old Your Mackie thoughts, Declan Goff, yeah. of Kirk Cousins being outside of top five. Do you agree more with that or with uh, Phil's list? Well, I I don't know how, and maybe we can hash this out on, a, on an episode of Mackie and Judd with, or on Purple Dealing. We're at back at full strength and stuff, but... I don't know how you put Harrison Smith as a more important player than Kirk Cousins to the to, to the top twenty five Vikings players. I I just don't he thinks he's better. He I he's a but, better player. But a safety is not going to have as big of an impact as the damn quarterback. I mean, Cam right? But Bond, Phil's whole 
Right, but Phil's whole point was was that he, he was choosing what he felt to be the best and most important players. Mm-hmm. Like, Cousins could be one, but he's not. Like, it's a very interesting, mm-hmm. it's a very nuanced debate. I found it to be intriguing. Um, because if Kirk, if you truly believe that Kirk is outside the top five, you ain't going to the playoffs in 2022. Like, that's a huge indictment. I agree. Especially and Phil did put him forth, so. Uh, last one here. Uh, Judd has lost all the weight, and now he's the new, improved Fabio Lookout Senior Citizens. Man, well, Judd's not a senior citizen, technically. I'm not yet. a senior citizen. I'm 52. But at the same time, they could be robbing the, those I'm senior citizens older. could be robbing the cradle. I know you're a married man, but I mean, you're, you're looking out looking like Fabio right well, now. I'm, and... uh, no, no, I'm very much in love with Dawn. I got Stella right here. Stella I'm helps. very happy. Fabio. Fabio's very 90s. I don't know about Were you a Fabio fan? I, I don't know. No, hell no. Are you? <laughs> no. God, Are you? No. no. Oh my God! No, no. no Fabio no. had the hair. Now the '90s had a lot of very questionable icons, didn't it? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. That's a good way. The to look '80s at it. did as well. I feel like I feel like icons like that don't really age in time well, as no. far as as how you look back and remember them. I agree. No, I think that's like, accurate. Like the '60s might have more so, but I feel like the seven, starting with the '70s, I think it becomes dicey. All right. All right, man. So that's it for us? That's it for us. That's comments from YouTube. Uh, drop a comment right here on this channel. Send us a message. Score North app. There's plenty of different ways uh, you, you can get at us for a comment for a comment on YouTube. Write that down. Predictions. Accountability session. I'm excited for it. More USFL predictions from me. Another one hit for that's me over the weekend. Such a cop-out. It's great. decided it's a, cop a huge cop-out. The, the listeners, the viewers hate it. No. No. Sorry. I aborted one last week because of that. Sorry. I said, no. All right, Purple Daily. Rate, like, subscribe. Talk to you guys tomorrow.